What's good, everybody? How are we all doing? Welcome back to yet again another podcast. And today, man, it's Valentine's Day. I hope you got your love on today, boys. I don't because I'm single, like, every year. It's 19 years in a row. But that's beside the point. I'm doing what I love right now. That's making podcasts for you guys. And boy, do we have a good one today. You got the Houston Astros making a whole lot worse in yesterday's press conference. You got some NFL news about the Combine. You also got... The All-Star Weekends this weekend. I'm going to give you my prediction for the three-point and the dunk contest. Then we're going to get into XFL games. And believe you me, I know nothing about these games. I'm just picking them because I think they're going to be really cool to watch. And then I got a basketball game you guys can watch and some other stuff. But let's get right into it with this. Oh, boy. This team, the Houston Astros, they had a press conference yesterday. And boy, oh boy, did they make everything much, much worse than what it was. You, you thought going into this press oh my gosh, you thought going into this press conference, you thought, oh, they're gonna help themselves, they're gonna make it a whole lot better. No, nope, nope, nope. That was totally opposite, thanks to Jim Crane, one of the alumni to my college, University of Central Missouri. He made it a whole lot worse. The owner, oh boy, oh boy. Here, I'll give you a brief description of how it really went if you want to know. <clears throat> All right, guys. So, um, we did not cheat to win. We broke the rules. What else am I supposed to say? Oh, I am sincerely sorry that we broke the rules. But the, the, this did not help us win the World Series. I want you all to know that. This did not help us win the World Series. We just broke the rules. All right, I'm done. That's really what happened. That's what the press conference was about. How are you going to say we broke the rules, but, 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 we didn't cheat? We didn't cheat to win. Come on, cuz. Like, what are you saying? You obviously cheated to win. We don't know if you would win the World Series if you didn't cheat. Like, Man, you guys just made it a whole lot worse than what it was. We all thought going into this, oh, they're going to try to make themselves look good. How are you going to try to make yourselves look good when you go, yeah, we didn't cheat. We broke the rules. What? What? That doesn't make no sense, bro. Like, what are you saying? You obviously cheated to win. You obviously cheated and broke the rules. So, yes, you can say we didn't mean to cheat. But we did break the rules. Huh? You obviously cheated. You obviously cheated to win. If you didn't need to break the rules, then why would you break them? It makes no sense. Yeah, we uh, we broke the rules, but we didn't cheat to win. Obviously, you cheated to win. If you didn't cheat to win, then why are you cheating? Why are you breaking the rules that are made to be there by the MLB? That makes no sense, man. Jim Crane, I thank you for what you did for UCM last year by donating some money to the baseball. But, man, what are you thinking? Like, oh, come on, man. But, yeah, so the Houston Astros made it a whole lot worse. The only person on the Houston Astros team that probably had a really good interview was Carlos Correa. This man said he was sorry. They should have done it. He's learned from it, all this. You still have Carlos Correa out here 
I think looking at a script, man, like he is so lost. He's like, I don't know what to say, man. Like we obviously cheated to win, but I can't say that. You also have Alex Bregman, who had to look down at the desk to see what to say at this press conference. And then, oh, oh, buddy. But then we have Josh Reddick out here. They, he wasn't in the press conference, but they interviewed him in the clubhouse after the press conference. And he goes, one reporter goes, hey, uh, do you think you owe anybody an apology? This man had the consideration to say no. No, we don't owe anybody an apology. What? You obviously owe the MLB an apology. You obviously owe the MLB fan base of your fans, not only your band fan base, but the whole MLB fan base an apology. You guys broke the rules, but you also cheated to win a World Series. Do you guys not understand that? You cheated to win a World Series. Is it that much big? Is that World Series so much big that you have to break the rules and make MLB look so bad just to win a World Series? Just saying. Like, you guys are really bad at this apology thing, Houston. You need some work on your apologies and your press conference work. Jim Crane, you need some work. Uh, the, the, the person I feel so, so bad for is the man Dusty Baker. The new manager, man. This dude's at the press conference. Like, why would you put him in the spotlight? Hey, Dusty, you want to talk? If I'm Dusty, I go, no, I don't want to talk. I wasn't with you guys in 2017. If I get asked a question... If I'm Dusty Baker and I get asked a question, you know what I'm pulling? I'm pulling a Marshawn Lynch. I'm just here so I don't get fined. I'm not saying a single word if I'm Dusty Baker. This man, Dusty Baker, I feel so bad for. Like, what in the world? Why would... I mean, obviously Dusty is going to say, well, that was in the past. I Hopefully we can move forward. Obviously you want to say that. But, like, I'm sorry. If I'm Dusty, I'm like, uh, I got nothing to say. No comment. I mean, literally, there should be nothing Dusty Baker says because he wasn't even with the team. He wasn't even thought of by the Houston Astros until a month ago. So, yeah. I just feel bad for Dusty Baker. That's all I care to say about the Houston Astros. And I want to know how many times this team's going to get hit in the regular season by a pitch. I think on the very first pitch of the very first game that they played, they will be getting hit. I don't know who's going to be up to bat first. I hope they put Josh Reddick up there. I hope Josh Reddick's the very first batter so he can get hit. I hope it's Jose Altuve. Is I hope it's either Jose Altuve or Josh Reddick. Those two I hope to get hit. Those are the only two I do not like right now, really, on the Houston Astros. Carlos Correa, I still like him. Not just because he's a good guy and not because he muffed that that infield hit uh, by Kendrys Morales in uh, the divisional round of the playoffs a couple years ago for the Royals to win, but also... Carlos Correa is remorseful for what he did. He was younger at that time. I, I do believe that. We'll see. But, yeah, I think Houston Astros are going to get hit probably at least 170 times this year by baseball. I want to know what the Las Vegas over-under is for that, but that'd be funny. All right, let's move on to the NFL. And two teams, the Denver Broncos and the Los Angeles Rams, say they will not be sending anyone to the combine. The Broncos say they think that they can do better at their place, doing their film work with it. They don't think they need the vacation is what they're pretty much saying. Let's be real. The combine is in. You can do your film work and homework on the players at your your place, at your office. You can ask someone for the film. You don't have to be there. And I think, like someone said, Ian Rappaport said, uh, 
I think this is going to be a new trend for NFL teams not showing up for the combine. So we'll see. And the reason the Rams won't be going, they said it in a much nicer way. They go, well, we have off, we have a new offensive coordinator, new defensive coordinator. We want to get the new scheme involved. We want to get the players into the playbook and give them the new playbook. They think it's better to have their new coaches at the office getting the playbooks ready and the schemes ready. So, yeah, the L.A. Rams were like, we're going to take a nicer approach to this, and we're going to say that we need our new coaches to be ready. But in reality, they don't think they need to send anybody. Let's be real. The Combine, yeah. Who really watches the Combine as a fan? I don't know. And I'm sorry to Combine fans out there if you're listening. I don't know anybody that watches the Combine just because they want to watch the Combine. Unless you're an owner of a team, unless you're a scouter for the team, you don't watch the Combine. That's all I'm going to say. Now, yes, I do watch the NFL draft. I do watch NFL mock drafts. I do all that. And we will be getting into the drafts when the draft time comes around closer and closer. But I don't think I would know anybody that watches the Combine just for fun. Maybe my grandpa does. I don't know. I mean, he's old. I don't know if he does. I don't think he does. Yeah, me and my grandpa are huge in football and stuff, but I don't even think he watches the Combine. Like, sure, he'll watch a little bit of it, but, I mean, the Combine, honestly, is really boring to watch. I like the draft, especially when they're going to bring boats and water involved (laughs) this year. But that's besides the point. So, yeah, two teams will not be showing up for the Combine this year in Denver Broncos and the Los Angeles Rams. Let's move on to the All-Star Weekend in the NBA. Pew, 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 pew. It's in Chicago. That's great. It's cold up there. Windy City. All right, let's start with the three-point contest. You have... Okay, I'm going to say this right now. If I butcher any of y'all's names and you listen to this, I thank you for watching, and I'm sorry I butchered your name, but I really doubt you're watching this or listening to this. But let's get into it. Three-point contest. You have Davis Burtons from the Washington Wizards. Devontae Graham, Charlotte Hornets. Devontae Graham did go to Kansas, so boo. I'm joking. He's, he's had a really good season this far, not going to lie. But that's Devontae Graham, Charlotte Hornets. Joe Harris, Brooklyn Nets. Buddy Heald, Sacramento Kings. Zach Levine, Chicago Bulls, obviously hometown team. Devin Booker, Phoenix Suns, as he is replacing uh, Damian Lillard. Duncan Robinson, the Miami Heat, and Trey Young of the Atlanta Hawks. Let me tell you who I think the top three players will be in this this contest. You will have it's going to go in no certain order. These are just my top three: Buddy Heald, Joe Harris, Trey Young. Actually, even ha, ah, I may put Devin Booker up there too. Okay, I'm going top four because I can't. Okay, top four in no certain order: Joe Harris, Devin Booker, Buddy Heald, Trey Young. Buddy Heald comes from Oklahoma, from the Bahamas. It's cool. Joe Harris, Brooklyn Nets. He's the white guy. Sorry if that sounds really racist, but it's not. It's not Joe Harris, Brooklyn Nets. He was in it last year, and he, he did pretty well. I think he won. No, he didn't win it. He should have. Did he win it? See, I didn't do my homework. Look at me. Not doing my homework. But Joe Harris, really good three-point shooter. I didn't know about him until last year, let's be real. I, I'll say that. I didn't know who he was until last year at the three-point contest. Trey Young, obviously. Huge, huge dude. Not huge dude, but a huge three-point shooter. He has range like uh, Steph Curry. He's from Oklahoma. Buddy Heald's from Oklahoma. So, and then I said Devin Booker, which is a replacement for Damian Lillard. Devin Booker can shoot, boys. Devin Booker is a phenomenal player. 
I just got to put him up there. I just don't know who's going to win. You could give I, I could give it to Joe Harris, but I also could give it to Trey Young. But if I didn't give it to Trey Young, I could give it to Buddy Hill, and then I could give it to Devin Booker. I mean, you could give it to anybody. Who's going to have a good night? You mean you could give me you could give me Davis Burton's, and I, I, I'll be honest, I've never heard this dude, David Burton's. Maybe it's because he plays for the Washington Wizards, but this man wins the three point contest. I won't be surprised. These players are in there for a reason, and if one of them has a, a great night, they can win it. So. I'll, I'll say this. I'm putting money on Joe Harris. All right, I said it. I put money on Joe Harris, the Brooklyn Nets kid. So there you go. Let's move on to the dunk contest. Aaron Gordon of the Orlando Magic is in it. Dwight Howard of the Los Angeles Lakers. Pat Connaughton. Sorry if I butchered your name, Pat. He's from the Milwaukee Bucks. And Derek Jones Jr. from the Miami Heat is also in it. Now, there is speculation. That Zach Zach Levine, which is from the uh, Chicago Chicago Bulls, may surprise everyone and be involved in this dunk contest as there's a dunk going around of him practicing to maybe be in the dunk contest. We'll see. I'm going on the verge. He won't be involved. But if he is, that would be historic because him and Aaron Gordon's dunk contest a couple years ago was phenomenal. Let me be real. That was the most Fun I had watching a dunk contest in a very long time with my father. And if my father doesn't remember, it was a very good dunk contest. I'm going on the fact I don't think Dwight Howard's going to win. And I don't think Pat Connington of the Bucks is going to win. Sorry, Pat. Obviously, uh, you're under the same boat as Davis Burton's. I don't know who you are. It's not because you play for the Milwaukee Bucks, that's for sure. It's maybe because... You play with Giannis, and he gets all the attention. But, yeah. I'm going to go on a verge and say Derek Jones Jr.'s... Derek Jones Jr. wins this dunk contest for the Miami Heat. I I haven't seen anything spectacular from Aaron Gordon in a while. And I I like Derek Jones Jr. He's a younger player. I think he's got more versatile, more agility, maybe more hops. To get up and do something spectacular. I just want a really good dunk contest and a really good three-point contest. Let's be real. I don't care who wins. I'm making my predictions. So, obviously, I do care a little bit who wins. But, I mean, at the end of the day, we just want a good contest from both of these. Because it's just really fun to watch. So, I've got... I have Joe Harris with the Brooklyn Nets winning the three-point contest. And Derek Jones Jr. winning the dunk con. Yeah, the dunk contest. Yikes. Very tongue-tied there. But anyway, and for little giggles and stuff, I'll say Giannis's team wins the All-Star game. There you go. Have fun with what you want. Let's move on to the XFL. Pew, pew, pew in its second week. Pew, 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 pew. Alrighty. So, the first game up. New York Guardians at the D.C. Defenders. Both teams are 1-0. And I'm going with the defenders here. They went 27 to 17. Why you ask? I have no idea. Maybe it's because I like DC over New York. I've been to DC. That's why. There you go. I'm picking DC to win 27 to 17. The Tampa Bay Vipers and the Seattle Dragons face each other in Seattle. Both teams are 0 and 1. They lost. And I'm going with the Seattle Dragons to win this. Why you ask? Well, there's two reasons. One, the Tampa Bay Vipers have Aaron Murray as their quarterback, and that's no good. And two, I love the Seattle Dragons helmet concept with the dragon on it. So, yeah, that's really cool. I have the Dragons winning 24-10. I don't know hardly anybody on any team besides the St. Louis Battlehawks. I'll be straight up. You can't look at the rosters on the ESPN. 
Just saying, you can't. It's kind of weird. I went on ESPN's app, and you can't look at the rosters. It's weird, man. All right, moving on to the... Those two games are on Saturday. These two are on Sunday. You have the Dallas Renegades at the LA Wildcats. Both of these teams are 0-1. I'm going with the Wildcats to win 20-14. to Why, you ask? Because I don't know what a Renegade is. I, I don't. But another reason is because I watched Dallas play St. Louis. And Dallas didn't look really... Really uh, involved, really up and going. Maybe they will this week, but they didn't look like they were enthusiastic or ready to play football. Also, the LA Wildcats, um, they're a Wildcat. Rawr! I don't know. Give me some lenient here, guys. I don't know anybody on these teams. I just want to make picks for football games, and this is the only football out there, and it's really fun to watch, low key. But. That's beside the point. So I have uh, the Wildcats winning a close one, 20-14. Let's move on to the game I may know a little more about. St. Louis Battlehawks at the Houston Roughnecks. Roughnecks. Yikes. Really cool names by the XFL. I love these names. Uh, I have the St. Louis Battlehawks winning. Why, JT? Why does? Why do you have them winning, JT? I don't know. I like St. Louis. St. Louis is in Missouri. No, let's be real here. Um, St. Louis I have winning because... They already they, well, they're both one and zero. But St. Louis has already played a tough, grind out game with their defense, and I think that'll help them win a game against the Houston Roughnecks, which sound like they're going to be rough and tough. Who knows what they really are? So I have the Battle Hawks winning twenty six to eighteen. Hopefully, maybe Ladainian Washington gets a touchdown here. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, that is uh, that is all I have for the XFL. Gonna not gonna lie. I'm not going to lie to you, man. I don't know hardly anything about the XFL. I just watched the games, and I literally watched the games last week, and I was like, you know what? It'd be really cool to make pick picks on them, so I'm going to make picks. So here we are making picks for them. So I have the DC Defenders winning 27-17 over the New York Guardians. These are great names, by the way. I love these logos, names, everything. Then you have the Tampa Bay Vipers losing to the Seattle Dragons. 24 to 10. You have the LA Wildcats defeating the Dallas Renegades 20 to 14. And the St. Louis Battlehawks will battle with the Roughnecks and beat them 26 to 18. I just noticed, once again, that the St. Louis Battlehawks would be the only team to win on the road if they win and everybody else wins that I picked. So there you go. Just leaning on something. They were the St. Louis was the only team to win on the road last week. So, that's just what I'm saying. All right, let's move on to some college basketball. And there's only one game I'm telling you you probably should watch. And the problem is, is you probably can't watch it because it's on ESPN+. Plus. Like, what is this, ESPN? Why are you going to put the best game ranked-wise on TV, on your ESPN Plus subscription? I see what you're trying to do. I see what you're trying to do, ESPN. You're trying to make more money. But, yeah, so the number 14, West Virginia, Volunteers, Travel to number one Baylor Bears in a battle that will be provided by ESPN+. Plus. Sucks to suck, right? I know. Who do I have winning? I have Baylor winning. Baylor's an all-around good team. They're playing well. They're playing in the Big 12. They've already defeated Kansas. They've defeated Texas Tech. Baylor looks really good. Uh, but, yeah, so I have Baylor beating number 14 West Virginia. West Virginia used to be that pre- – you used to call them press Virginia, but they don't press as much as they used to. I mean, obviously, it depends on what kind of players you have, so that does help. But I also will say this. If you're bored on a Saturday and don't want to watch the XFL, which, I mean, you could watch the XFL, you could watch any college basketball game. 
any college basketball game is going to be a great basketball game. And I'll say this, and I know this is going to sound weird, but I would not start watching a college basketball game until there's like 10, 5 to 10, five to ten minutes left in the second half. And it's a close game. That's when the real stuff goes down, man. That's when all of it gets real crazy. The crowds go nuts. Players go crazy. And you may have a last-second buzzer beater. You never know what's going to happen. I love college basketball. I watch any college basketball game that's on if there's nothing else to watch. I mean, I'm, I, may, I'm, I might watch... I might watch Mizzou play uh, Auburn. You know why? Because I like Mizzou. Do I think they win? No. Let's be real. They're playing 11 Auburn. Auburn's had some uh, shaky games here in the last couple games. I think they find the rhythm and destroy Mizzou, sadly. But that's okay. But, yeah, I would watch any college basketball game. College basketball is one of the craziest sports out there. And so I would watch any of them. No matter what, like, the record is for both teams, it's going to be a really good game. But... That is all I have for you today on this beautiful Friday, Valentine's Day. Uh, I hope you tuned in to listen to it. Hopefully you're on date night listening to me talk. Uh, That'd be kind of weird, low-key. But, you know, it'd be really, really cool of you to tune in. Uh, Like I said, uh, I really appreciate all the support I've been getting on this. And I I love making them. That's why I made one today on uh, Lover's Day, Valentine's Day. So, without further ado, I'm out. Peace!